How would you like to communicate better, write better content, and engage with your ideal clients on LinkedIn a whole lot better? Well, good news because my guest today, Karen Tisdale, is going to spill the beans on exactly how you're going to do that. So stay tuned. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. G'day, welcome back to another episode of Storytelling Secrets. I'm your host, Jules Dan, and like I promised on Monday, we've got an episode dedicated to helping you uh, achieve more, get better results on LinkedIn. Um, how do you do that? Well, it all comes down to using LinkedIn to network, because it's a professional networking platform, but also getting that really good profile written up and also the content that goes with it. Now, the reason why I like to have Karen on the show is because she isn't a pop-up guru, right? She's been doing this for about 10 years and she does right now a lot of LinkedIn webinars. She teaches a lot of business owners how to attract the right clients to their profile and get them to do business with them. Um, And it's not any shady automation messaging strategies, which I like to make fun of all the time. Um, and Karen's, Karen's real deal. And, you know, she gives you a lot of the tips as well. So she even says in the interview, uh, I can write it for you, say like your profile for a thousand dollars or so, or you can just go to my profile and I've got heaps of videos and heaps of DIY content. So you can do exactly what I do. So, you know, she's a giver. She's got everything laid out for you. But today we're going to have a really nice chat about, um, using stories, uh, content, writing up your profile appropriately during uh, COVID and stuff. So I think it's been a really enlightening chat. And otherwise, hope you enjoyed the conversation today between me and Karen. So welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. I'm here with Karen Tisdell, our resident LinkedIn expert. Uh, Karen, how's it going right in these crazy times? I know that uh, had a bit of grief with your husband's uh, license and uh, lost the car keys. It's been a bit of a week. It has. It has. I think, well, you know, so many people um, are finding it so hard out there, um, you know, with having less work or, or having even lost jobs. And it's been really hard um, for many people. I've actually been in the really lucky situation of being quite busy with work. Um, yeah, and in the, in the whole scheme of that things, I took a whole load of, um, of uh, what do you call them, um, motor vehicle, I don't know, fines. I, I took a whole load of fines and instead of saying, yes, it was me who was the driver because I was the driver, I just went and paid them and now my husband's lost his driver's license and we're stuck in a house together. But he's actually been pretty cool about it. He's been great, amazingly. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a bit of a crazy story. And you said you're getting pretty, pretty busy with, week, with work at the moment. Now, what actually 
is that busyness going on in your in your um in your world i'm really 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 busy with work um with uh, three things actually um one you are um this is the third or fourth third this week um podcast guest um so I'm really excited about that. Uh, of course, you're my favourite, Julian. <laughs> but um, so, yep. uh, so podcasts, lots of webinars. Um, so I've been doing a lot of webinars. Um, some of them were already going to be face-to-face events that I was going to be running, and now yep. they've turned into webinars. Um, and other ones are where a lot of businesses I know are saying, look, you know, um, can you come do this webinar? So they weren't even... They didn't even have it on the, the, the agenda um, or people are pivoting and thinking, can you partner with me? So loads of webinars. Um, and I think as people are reaching out, connecting with people and using LinkedIn more, LinkedIn activity has massively, massively increased in the last five weeks so much as people, I think, are at home but still wanting to be a part of that business community, yep. they're looking at their LinkedIn profile and going, you know, wow, my LinkedIn profile sucks. I better reach out to Karen <laughs> and okay. have her write my LinkedIn profile. So I think I think there's um, really the webinars and the LinkedIn profile writing has just been massive for me, huge. Yep, yep. So I imagine there's a lot more people at home starting to jump on LinkedIn, realizing this is a really good business opportunity. Holy crap. I need my buyer written. And uh, that's where you're coming in. But uh, what are you seeing that, you know, some people can take advantage of right now that there's a lot more eyeballs on LinkedIn. Um, what are the, some of the first few things you might want to do? Um, have a look at, at your profile and just make sure that it's reflecting the direction that you think you might be going into. Um, and I say that as if everybody who's listening is in a, a process of transition. Um, but even I, you know, one of the first things when all this hit was had a look at my LinkedIn profile and took out the word LinkedIn train and put in um, or changed the order and put in LinkedIn webinars. You know, I changed my background from me standing on a stage to yep. um, me conducting um, an event. I, I yep. uploaded a new skill. And I think one of the first things people can do is just say, is my LinkedIn profile reflecting my best self and is it reflecting what it is I want to do so you know if I'm a recruiter and I can see myself pivoting more towards being a bit of a career coach Mm -hmm. then am I changing my LinkedIn profile to reflect that so I think that's one of the first activities and I think second to that is just getting out connecting to people you know this is a you know I loved how um uh Frankie baby what's his last name Frank Frank um don't ask you the right person here. <laughs> no, I'm going to get in trouble with that. Anyway, great guy um, in the States um, uh, runs um, a really uh, great business um, that's all around employment onboarding software. And he said at the end of one of his posts, you know, stay safe, stay well and stay sane. And I just love that he said stay sane because I think this is such a hard time for people. And I think what will get us through this on all levels is building community and building connection and collaborating. I think those three C's are so powerful and this is the time to do it. This is the time to get on LinkedIn, um, reach out and start to talk to people. You know, if you're feeling a bit nervous or a bit apprehensive, feeling a bit flat, a bit down, and I'm sure some people are right now um, and they're tuning into your podcast for a bit of a lift, for a bit of company, you know, I think that they can also 
reach out on LinkedIn to former colleagues. Hey, how are you going? How are you finding things? You know, reach out to old customers, reach out to um, potentially to new people who they've never spoken to before. You know, hey, your profile's really interesting. I see you're doing that. You know, would you like to have a virtual coffee? You know, just, you know, I think the act of people actually communicating with each other is so powerful and great business opportunities will come out of it. Really, really good stuff. And I really want to touch on the networking connection part, but you did touch on one thing just before, and that was adjust, adjusting, adapting, say your bio description to like reflecting your best self. Um, so this, and because this podcast is all about storytelling, would you suggest that people's bios may need to change to the, adapt to the language of say like what's going on right now? Um, and show a lot more empathy and understanding and maybe even just addressing the elephant in the room that everyone's facing right now. I don't know about addressing the elephant in the room in terms of using the word COVID. I don't know if, if yeah, that's something that, yeah, that that actual word, I don't know if that needs to be, to be used. You know, but I've actually yeah. been fence sitting on that myself, but I do think that we do need to take a softer, more humanistic approach um, is humanistic a word? If it's not, it should be. Do you reckon human, it's a word? You could say human, I, uh, humanistic. I know what you mean. So <laughs> Let's just make it a word. We are going to make it a word here on process. this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I think it needs to be more human. And I think that what people should not be doing at this time is sounding opportunistic. Um, and they should instead be humanistic. So instead of being, you know, trying to sort of sell products or, or push things or, you know, Da, 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 da. I think it's really coming from a place of being human and a place come from the heart. You know, I think people really need to show that um, that they care about their fellow human beings and I think they really need to feel that. So I think you need to feel it and then capture it in your profile. And so a, a classic example of that is I have been meaning to rename my business for so, so, so long finally was just about to press launch on a new business name linkedin yep. leading edge linkedin leading edge with a triangle as a logo because i figure that as a person i'm a little bit spiky you know i'm probably a bit like vegemite i'm not everybody's flavor and so it's very um you know my logo and and the name linkedin leading edge it's all about you know who wants to be the best and and i'll give you the edge and i've just i've actually just completely canned that business name for now i've just put it on ice because i think edge triangles sharp edges we don't need those right now you know the world is feeling spiky enough we need to really move forward with talking about our qualities and our values and our purpose in our profile i think we really need to connect with people at a human to human level. So yeah, I think you're, I think that's so true. I think we really need to make sure that we're being humanistic. Okay. And to be humanistic in say your bio that reflects who you are and your values and principles and everything like that. Um, would you use say a mini story to reflect maybe how you've helped someone recently or uh, something along those lines with just, uh, you know, not just using words, but creating connection with the reader. A story of how you've helped somebody recently. Um, I don't know. I suppose, you know, at my um, age and stage in life, I, I suppose 
I, I always have a little bit of an eye roll when somebody goes, you know, oh, look at this wonderful gift that I just did for, you know, for my neighbour the other day. I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, it's not great if you have to tell everybody about it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, the, you know, somebody who's genuinely helpful is helpful whether somebody's looking or not. So I don't, I don't know if you need to talk about those sort of stories or whether you just need to really talk about um, how your values led you to make the career choices that you've made and why those values and interests are leading you to now do this. Does that make sense as a storyline to you? Do you think? Can you, could you maybe paraphrase it? Because I didn't quite understand that and I know maybe some people maybe didn't quite understand that as well. So uh, yeah. just very polite. Could you say that a bit differently? <laughs> well, I think I'm, you know, I'm really good at writing LinkedIn profiles, but I don't think I'm, um, just because I've been doing it for so long, I don't think I'm a great storyteller. You know, that's why we've had a couple of consultations and I've reached out and I've been your client um, because I think you really do pull really great stories out. But I, for me, I think a LinkedIn profile that works really well is where you're talking about, the problems you solve and who you solve them for. Yep. And I think in this new COVID world that we're in, making sure that you do put in there what your values are and your sense of purpose and how your sense of purpose and how your values have influenced you to make different decisions that have led to the point you're at now. And that's what, you, and have you seen some, um, any, have your clients come back to you and said, Hey, because of this change, you know, I'm seeing a lot more traction, more profile views, maybe even some more people messaging them to do business with them now that they're actually displaying more of a humanistic side of them. Um, I was talking to, um, Matt Bowden yesterday. Um, he's a website, um, designer and he said that, yeah, you know, he does feel that it's less you know it's not about selling now it's actually about building relationships you know and and he's seeing better results from that um Stephen Lewis who's a, a copywriter um he put out a post about the about how somebody had blocked him because he had somebody had sent him an invite to connect he automatically responded with a you know thanks for your invite to connect um you know these are the services that I offer and yep. that person was like whoa you just took me up for for a sale with a salesy message and there's no stay well there's no even acknowledgement of yeah. what as you said the elephant in the room and it's such an interesting post if you find Stephen Lewis it's Stephen with a v l-e-w-i-s such an interesting post because you know you can see both points and Stephen sort of said well you know you, you need to still be putting your business forward just because it's COVID doesn't mean you can't make money you know I, I you know, you sort of be marketing, but I think there's marketing and marketing. And I think that's where our stories need to really put the human first. And we really need to lead from the heart, not the head. Yep. Yep. That's a nice little soundbite there for a piece of content. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I totally agree. Cliched, lead from the heart, not the head. But I think, you know, I think, I think we really need to think about where our message is coming from. And, you know, if we've suddenly found that, you know, our um, two-income household suddenly a one-income household, you've got that fear, I've got to make money, I've got to make money. Of, of course, you know, you can still sell, but, but just go gently, just, just meet people where they're at, you know. I, I love that expression. I love that soundbite, meet people where they're at. And I think acknowledging that people are 
people may not be in the same place you're in and they may be feeling a little bit freaked out right now. So just acknowledging the human first. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, being very, like you said, acknowledging the human first and being flexible with them right now and their needs. Um, especially they're saying, you know, like I can't maybe pay the whole amount right now. And in payment, cause like price, I don't know more than ever, it's not an objection, but it's going to be a lot more in the front of the mind. And like you said, if someone's maybe always thinking, I got to make money, I got to make money. It's probably not a good idea to just, uh, straight up just come out like hey this is how i can help you like no this is how we can be um, a good connection on linkedin yeah and but that's tricky as well you know i've faced that quandary myself where i've had a lot of people reach out and said you know can we collaborate on webinars um you know and and here's my idea i want to do a webinar with you you will co-promote the webinar um and of course, I'm not paying you and you'll put in all this effort and you won't make any money from it. But it will be great exposure. And I'm like, yeah, I can only do so much of those because I, you know, I need to make money. I need, I need to keep my bills, um, you know, paid as well. So I think it's sort of, you know, just going, well, how does that sit with me? Does it meet my goals? And if I can't, if I'm going to say no, no, I can't do that. Can I find somebody else who can do that? Somebody who would jump at the chance, somebody who would love that exposure, you know? So I think now is the time not just to connect and collaborate and communicate, but also to curate. I'm really throwing out the C's here, but that's right. I will keep my language tame because I am a lady. (laughs) But um, I think, you know, now's the time to also um, curate and connect people to each other, you know, and go, well, you know, actually, I I would love to do that, but I don't have time, you know, but so-and-so can do that or, you know, and try and sort of introduce people to each other. You know, I'm hosting next Friday night. um, I'm hosting a, a drinks um virtual drinks with four um other women so there'll be five of us on a zoom yep none of these women know each other (laughs) but i think they should and i just they've all got sort of different talents around sort of communications and and online and education and so they've all got different talents across two cities sydney and melbourne and i think so i introduced them all to each other in one message and then i went you know, well, let's just do a Friday night drink because it's nice to get out and meet strangers and have conversations, right? But we can't do that. So I think now's the time to also facilitate those introductions. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's touch on that. Um, you know, like maybe doing, if it's a little small gathering of drinks or you mentioned before a virtual coffee, um, obviously there's a, there's a, you know, there's an agenda behind it. You want to get to know these people and then hopefully do business or hopefully partner in some sort of shape or collaboration or curation like you said um but how would you approach say from requests to initial initial message to getting onto the coffee and then um you know ultimately either leading to a sale or some sort of uh, mutual beneficial sort of relationship so what i'm struggling with is where's the line in the sand you know i want to be helpful but i can't be too helpful because i've only got so many hours in the day you know, so when people are sort of, you know, hey, could I please have, you know, a quick, um, you know, <laughs> a 30-minute minute profile review, I'm like, I can't fit that in. But I do know a really amazing LinkedIn trainer who's giving away 30 minutes free at the moment, so let me refer you to her. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, um, so I'm not quite answering your question, am I? And I'm not answering your question, Jules, because I, I think it's a bit um, tricky, isn't it? You know, it's tricky to sort of go, you know, how do I help people? Who can I introduce? Um, how far do I go? 
but I think it's the point where people say, can I have more? Can I have this? Yes, absolutely. And this is my fee for that. <laughs> However, if you can't make that, these are the other options. Or this is a, you know, a free course that I've got that you could do or, you know, this is something else that I could, can give you. So if you've got something that you can give them for free, so for me, you know, this is my resource library of posts that I put on LinkedIn. Um, it's a lot of reading. Uh, it's a lot of watching videos on how to use LinkedIn. You can go through all of these and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. You can pay me and it'll cost you a grand. Um, or you can go to somebody else. You know, these are options. No pressure. No pressure. So does that mean that when you're on that, um, say virtual coffee or drinks, they'll bring up, Oh, Hey, can I actually get that? Uh, or can I actually request a, uh, a review? And then that's when you're presenting them some more offers if they're not able to take it. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Um, no, I'm more sort of thinking, you know, from a sales funnel through is all through the process is if anybody says, you know, can you do that? I'm just hosting, yeah other virtual drinks just because I think it's a nice thing to do. And I think, um, you know, the, the emails when I suggested it early this morning, you know, and I've had um, three people come back and gone, oh, that's amazing, you're amazing. Um, you know, I'm not amazing. But it's nice that they think that. And it's nice that, you know, I think we've got to act in this time. I think action always feels better than inaction. We've got to keep moving forward. And we've got to help others keep moving forward too. So if we can bring people along, if we can take them on our journey. So I, I will not um, monetize um, those Friday night drinks. Probably nothing will come of it, except that they'll remember that I did that. And, you know, maybe in six months time, they'll refer somebody to me or, you know, they'll yeah. start a business together and it will become a massive enterprise enterprise and you know um they'll engage me for lots of linkedin training workshops or i don't know but you know i just think it's a time to give um but but yep. to also respect that you do have bills to pay so to sort of think okay um don't just you've got to try and say yes to as much as you can but you've also got to respect that you've got bills to pay you've got to sleep you've got to eat as well um and you've got to do those walks around the block so you know what have you got time to give and what don't you have time to give? Does that make sense? And try yeah. and meet people where they're at through that. Yeah, you got to be, it sounds like you're being very strategic with how much you give and you're trying to give a lot um, because you're playing the long game and that long game, it doesn't necessarily mean sales right away. And it's pretty cliche, but you're putting in all these favors now, you know, maybe put in 20 and then two come back and it's worth, it's, it's like all that effort you've put into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the word long game because I think that everything on LinkedIn is a long game. You know, it's rare that you, it does happen actually. Um, I've got some amazing uh, case studies where it does happen. You know, you change the profile and then boom, suddenly there's a whole load of business. But typically, you know, you make a whole load of changes. You know, you pay me a grand, I do your LinkedIn profile. It looks incredible. The phone doesn't ring. You need to go out, you need to connect with people. You need to go and, and craft content and post um, content you need to introduce people to each other you know it, it is a long lead game but I think in this time it's a long lead game that will make us hopefully um, redundancy proof it'll protect our business it'll make it thrive in the future but it'll also mean that we go to bed feeling better about ourselves you know sort of going well you know I'm doing what I can um, to help others and I think that's important you know about how you feel about you 
Yep, totally. Don't yeah, like you said, don't don't um don't f- expect making a lot of big changes and then expecting to see a lot of big results just because of it. Just keep playing that long game, long term. You know, maybe like we'll wrap it up in this last bit, and like that long term strategy is definitely publishing relevant content to your ideal client. Um, what are you seeing that is um, most say appropriate for content, effective for content, or is it still just business as usual on LinkedIn and you just got to keep the messaging, the language and empathy and humanity in, in, uh, in check? Um, I think it's important to be human um, as I've said, but I, I think I'm seeing a little bit too much of some people. <laughs> and I know that sounds so harsh, but um, you know, like I just, you know, I, I don't know if we need to be seeing, I, I think some people are just speaking for the sake of speaking. Um, and maybe that's a sense of cabin fever, you know, they haven't, you know, told their colleagues about, um, you know, some story that happened to them that morning that's actually got nothing to do with what they do for a living. They're not circling it in any way back to their business or their business offering. Okay. And because they're not having that conversation at the water cooler in the office, they're doing it on LinkedIn. And so suddenly people who I go, yeah, I'm very clear on what you do. Suddenly I'm like, sorry, why are we hearing about your morning routine? And like, you know, I just, I I can't remember what it is you do for a living, you know, because there's, I, I think there's a little bit too much noise. I think it's, it's great to be posting. I think it's fantastic that people are finding their voice at this time. Um, but I still think it's important to try in a non-salesy way to bring it back to what you do. Keep your stories relevant, right? You know, yes. I mean, you're the story guy. You're, you're the one who I'm like, help me, Julian. I've got this great big, you know, webinar, presentation, whatever. Help me find some stories for here. It, it, you've got to keep it relevant, don't you? A hundred percent. Like if, if, if he found a way to tell his story and somehow managed to find a metaphor, a relationship, and then turn it back into what he sold, then all means. But this isn't Instagram stories where you just pop up impromptu just because you feel like it. Um, it's a professional networking platform at the end of the day. And uh, you know that more than anyone else. Um, so yeah, show your personal life, show your morning routine, make it relevant. And, uh, make it relevant. Make yeah. it relevant. Yeah, and I, I kind of disagree a little bit in that I think you can do a little bit of a pop-up story. In that, um, you know, a, a great example is um, Martin Stark. Um, so Martin Stark um, is a guy I connected with on LinkedIn um, mm-hmm. ages ago. And he's just gone through this amazing, beautiful journey on LinkedIn um, where he was um, oh, really ha- sad, sad story. He, was, um, he suffered um, abuse at a Christmas party. And, um, and he's gay and uh, he was abused by a woman at his Christmas party. And his company just kind of laughed it off. And so did a lot of his peers. And so he started sharing his story on LinkedIn. And it was literally pop-up stories. I've got this come in my head. I'm going to talk about it. But it was always, you know, he always talks about a, a particular, it's always around celebrating diversity. It's always around um, diverse rights. And it's around um, him being a homosexual, you know, it's, um, and what happened to him in his journey and he's found his courage online and I've watched him grow online, yep. but at least he's keeping it on the same thing. And yesterday he did a pop-up story where he was literally doing this, what do they call it? Planking. You know, he yep. was doing like a, like, yeah, he was doing a plank and he was talking about how uncomfortable it is planking. Um, 
and how uncomfortable it is when you're in the workplace and you have to be somebody that you are not. And, it, and now you're at home, you're able to be you. And you go into the office and it's like you're permanently planking. You just, you're just trying to be somebody you're not. Beautiful yeah. metaphor, right? Beautiful, yeah. Pop, pop story, made it into a metaphor, made it relevant to him. That's, yeah, quintessential example of, I would say, the content I really enjoy consuming on LinkedIn. Um, there, are, there are quite a few boring posts, but uh, I'll just keep it at that. Um, <laughs> Karen, it's been a really good, I would say, fireside chat about keep, what's keeping up to date with what's working right now on LinkedIn on your end. And it, 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 I think for, for my listeners, just to wrap up, um, it, it just comes down to understanding how to re, um, relay what you care about, your values, um, connecting with people, and not having an end in mind or with, with not having a real expectation to really want to sell them, just really get to get to know them. And, um, you know, maybe if you do a favor or two after about 20 times in a year, six months, something might happen of it, but don't expect anything of it. And um, just create stories that connect with people and are somewhat relevant to what you sell on LinkedIn. And that meets people where they're at. Yes. And meet people where they're at. Thank you for that. Uh, Karen, so I want to give you your opportunity to, where can people find you? Um, you know, a bit of a plug for maybe your webinar that's coming up. Uh, let's hear it. <laughs> where can people find me? It's not going to be on Instagram. <laughs> You're never going to find me on Instagram. Are there, ever, are ever, there two ever. Karen Tisdales? Uh, <laughs> just one? Just one. Okay. It's just one. And uh, she's only on LinkedIn. Um, now, if you can find me, I've done two webinars this week where people have misspelled my last name. So um, uh, I'm blaming that on my husband for having the strangest spelling of the last name. So it's T-I-S-D-E-L-L, Karen Tisdale, like as yes. in Dell the computers. I know everybody spells it Tisdale and it's actually Tisdale. So just find me on LinkedIn, um, reach out, uh, connect with me. Um, I won't plug a webinar. Um, I will respond to your invite to connect with a, you know, this is some resources that may help you know sales pitch um, and just follow yep. the news feed. So, you know, yeah, make I'm sure always you make putting it, out content. Make sure if you uh, send a message, uh, connect with her, you write a personalized note, just say something that's, you know, hi, I, I heard you on so-and-so platform. I, I found you here. And instead of just a rogue request, that's, I think that's the best way of getting people's attention. It is the best way. If you've got time, it's always best on desktop to click add note and just type in Julian's, you know, podcast. And then I go, oh, Julian, I got so many, you know, connection requests from the webinar, you know, that from the podcast. I think that's always great to know. I think a lot of people don't always realise that they can click the add note. I think that's why sometimes people yeah. just go connect, connect, connect. And I'm okay with that too, actually. Yeah. So. Um, just like a side note, do you know you can do it on mobile if you click the the, the three dots? Okay. I'm talking to the yeah. expert. Of course you know how to do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I probably should tell more people that, but I'll tell people that post-COVID because I think that actually views on mobile are, are dropping. I think most of us are using LinkedIn on desktop. Well, it makes sense. We're not on the move. We're just staying at home and it's a lot more convenient. It is. it is indeed. Thank you so much for having me. I really hope that, um, that the conversation has been helpful for people and that everybody is, is staying as well as they can in this time. Thanks a lot, Karen. All right, so that's the episode. And I hope you took away some stuff from it. And of course, if you want to get in touch, 
if you want to connect with Karen, um, if you want to watch her free webinars that are dynamite, by the way, um, I'm going to leave all of it in the description. I'm just going to leave her LinkedIn right there because that's basically her one-stop shop. But otherwise, thank you for tuning in for, to, to Storytelling Secrets this week. My guest this week was Karen Tisdell, and I'm going to see you Monday for the next episode. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend.